It's Dothan High School Wolf Football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. And now it's the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. I am Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Wolves Football on 96.9 The Legend. Each week, Jerry Cohen and Ken Lambert are joined by Dothan Wolves head coach Jed Kennedy to recap the previous game and preview the upcoming opponent. Tonight, head coach Jed Kennedy looks back at the Dothan Wolves' previous game against the Enterprise Wildcats and previews tomorrow's big matchup in a must-win game against Opelika on the road. We got to take a quick break, but when we return, head coach Jed Kennedy will be joined by Jerry Cohen and Ken Lambert right here on 96.9, The Legend. Coaches opened up two weeks ago, went over to Enterprise at Wildcat Stadium and uh, kind of came around with a victory. I know you and I talked a little bit Saturday afterwards. Kids were excited. Kind of what was the atmosphere after that win over to Enterprise Friday two weeks ago? Well, obviously it was a huge win for our program. Enterprise is a uh, you know, one of the top, you know, seven, eight teams have been ranked in the top, you know, six or seven, even as high as four all year. And to go into their place and what was a just an awesome atmosphere. There's a lot of people there and they're a really good football team. And to be able to come out with the win, that was certainly huge for our program and, and huge towards us staying alive in the playoff hunt. And, um, you know, with that being said, we got to make sure that we don't have hangover. You know, the bye week probably happened at a pretty good week for us. You know, we had um, good practice last week, practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with with with, with hard practices, intense practices, and, um, you know, kind of had the weekend to get ready, and then we're back to practice again on Sunday. So, um, you know, like I said, just, just a huge win. I mean, obviously, you know, Enterprise the last three years has kind of been able to get after Dothan, and, uh, you know, again, it's not, a, it's not an easy environment to play in. It's you know, they've got, you know, four or five Division One football players, a lot of them on defense. And, you know, for us to go in there and, you know, I think, you know, if you take away the two long runs they had, we had a great job defensively and offensively. We knew it was going to be tough going, um, you know, and hit the plays when we needed to hit them. Coach, it was uh, – Jerry and I talked about kind of the atmosphere, I think, coming into that game. It felt oddly quiet uh, as the game got started. But as you look back, it really was a, a game of momentum. Obviously, you – you come out, you had the momentum, you, you score first, go into the half 7-0. and But, wow, it seems like uh, Enterprise uh, at halftime really, what I saw third quarter, they were just really more more physical than they had played in the first half. And I know that Sam Broadway took some shots and you saw some of our guys kind of uh, run off the field a little bit differently. But then the momentum changed, obviously, on the big play. But that was a game of back and forth where the big plays really changed uh, not just the score of the game, but the way it played out after those as well. Yeah, it was, it was a, you know, it, it was obviously a, an intense game. Uh, you know, it, I told the kids getting up seven, you know, I should say taking the lead early was going to be huge in that game. The other team, we, we, we just, I think both coaches would have probably said there wasn't going to be a, it wasn't going to be 56 to 48. It wasn't, it was never going to be that kind of game. Uh, both teams pride on running the football. Both teams have really good defense, and um, I think that's just a recipe for a for a low scoring game. And um, you know, like I said, we, we, we 
that trick play, we we knew we were going to have it at some point. We thought it was great coming back. You know, the momentum when they tied it up on that, you know, they had that long run, you know, it was on a third and long. What's crazy is, you know, if you come, it's come back to, you know, really one or two plays. And, you know, if we get that stop on that third down, they probably punt, maybe run the clock out, you know, but they made an unbelievable, I mean, the, the winner's kid's unbelievable. Made it, made an unbelievable long, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was, 70 some yard run. And, um, you know, you could just feel the momentum shift. And, the, you know, our, our thought was, you know, if the play works, you know, the, the momentum's not going to be a factor because we're going to grab it so back that it back so fast that they even know they had it. And that's really, really what happened. And then, you know, they went on a long drive and we were able to uh, um, just get just get one one stop enough at the end there. Yeah, I think on that play, uh, you know, Barnes throwing to Corbett, that was one of those you could see it developing, and it almost felt like slow motion in our minds where you get to the point you're like, please catch it please catch it because you could see it was going to be a huge play. And so credit to both those guys on a good throw and a catch and, and great run afterwards. So, and a good play call from a coaching standpoint as well. Uh, lucky it worked that time. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches can say from a physicality standpoint, it's probably a, a, a tough game kind of in the trenches from, from kind of so far this year, eight games in, how would you kind of rate the physicality of that game versus games we've played so far this year? Well, I, I think, you know, if you look at it, you know, there's, you know, we've played, you know, eight football games. And I think that, you know, that's as physical as any game we've played. You know, I think that uh, obviously Central's really, really physical and when you're and talented. Um, Auburn's physical. And I thought Baker was physical, you know, so I think that was, you know, their defense is really, really good. Um, talking about enterprise. I mean, they, um, you know, the Fred Vila kid at D-line is just uh Kid's just a difference maker. He's, he's, he's as hard to block as anybody we've played really in the last couple of years up front. And they've got really good, big physical linebackers. And, you know, if you think about it, there's, a, there's times they had four Division One players on the field, you know, two safeties, Keon Dunlop's going to Indiana, Eric Winters been off for everybody in the country. John Tavius Hooten's, uh, um, you know, got Division One offers at linebacker and Fred Vila does a D-line. So, like I said, I mean, there was times there was four out of the seven kids out there were Division One football players. So, um, there was times it was tough going. You know, what's crazy is we got the ball down to the 30-yard line two or three times, got away with no points, got ourselves behind the chains, and um, you all know, take responsibility for that. Got to call better plays to put us in a better position. But um, our kids battle, and that's the thing that I love about our kids is, you know, we always talk about we're never out of the fight regardless of where it's at. We're just going to – you know, whether we win a game or lose a game, our kids are going to play physical. They're going to play really, really hard. And we take great pride in that as a program. I take great pride in that as a coach. And, um, you know, I think that um, it, it's just a recipe that if you do that, you're going to be in a lot more football. Even if you play bad, if you play physical and you fight till the end, you're going to be in football games, I believe, more times than not. And, um, you know, like I said, I thought our kids just the, the grit and the toughness and the the physicality and the fight and the getting stops when we need to was, was just really second to none that Friday night, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Coach, you've talked about this a lot, obviously, all through the year, and especially in a defensive game like we saw against Enterprise uh, uh, was turnovers. And so you uh, did not turn the ball over, yet you forced three fumbles, I believe, for Enterprise was able to come away with one of those. So that played big in terms of, uh, protecting the ball and minimizing the penalties, and in a low-scoring game like that, uh, that played a huge, huge dividend. Yeah, you know, I was looking at it actually last couple. I mean, I, you know, for as much as we run the football, knock on wood, you know, we, we we've uh, um, really taken great care of the football, running the ball, and it's uh, 
you know, if, if you win the turnover battle, statistics show that your chance, you know, there's really two statistics that show. If, if you don't turn the ball over and if you don't give up special team scores, um, your chance of winning just goes through the roof. And those are things that we're going to have to continue to do here, um, especially tomorrow night against Opelika, who's certainly a, a, a prideful football program, a good football program, um, good football team, and uh, um, certainly going to play in a tough environment up there. Coach, you mentioned Fred, Fred Vila. And I know just kind of watching from from our viewpoint, he kind of moved strong side, weak side, where he wanted to go. Did that change your play calling at all? Kind of did did he was it just us? Or was he moving both sides of the strong and weak side most of the night? No, he, he played all over. He stand. He, he stood up. He played strong side, weak side. He had his hand on the ground. There's times he didn't. And, um, you know, we certainly had some things that, you know, I mean, he just he's a really good football player and, um you know, we, we, there's just times that we thought we had to double team him. And, um, you know, I think our kids did a good job of making the adjustments regardless of where he was. We, we, we kind of figured they were going to do that. That's kind of their um, kind of MO when they have a player like that. They're going to move them around. And uh, like I said, I thought we were ready for that. Again, even if you're ready for it, doesn't mean they're going to be easy to block, which he certainly wasn't. But, uh, you know, I think the thing was when we got down to the goal line, um, you know, on, on the second touchdown, um, you know, we were able to go right at him with power, and I know that that certainly was good for us. If we can't run power, we ain't gonna be able to run the football. And uh, you know, we uh, looking back, you know, we uh, you know really tried to attack the perimeter on them. They're fast, um, you know, but really had some had some success on the inside when we ultimately when we needed to. Yeah, coach, on the other side of the ball, you talked about their running game and obviously the big run by Winters there, where they had some success on the ground. But in terms of a, a passing game. Really shut them down, limit them, I think, around 30 yards. And if I remember correctly, most of that came on the pass late as they were trying to drive down the field, down the middle of the field. So I know that's going to play big, and you've worked on that, obviously, as we are going to talk about Opelika coming up, a team that really likes to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, and I, and I think that, you know, we uh, – you know, I think it's two things. Number one, they weren't really making an effort to throw the football. You know, they tried a couple trick plays on us and things, and we did a good job covering. I think our secondary is really good. They've, uh, you know, they, they, they've played well against really good people. Um, they played, you know, look at the talent that Baker has out there, played well against them. And I thought at times played really good against Central. I mean, th- really nobody has slowed down Central. So, you know, that's kind of a little bit of a different different ball game there. But, yeah, I think that, you know, you talk about, you know, with tomorrow with Opelika, they're going to have to play well. But, you know, it, 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 it's – you know, it's it's really the hardest position to play on defense. A lot of times you're by yourself. You're covering great athletes, and, um, you know, they've certainly done a good job, but, you know, going to be really, really tested by the passing attack that we see tomorrow. Coach, going back to the strong side of the offense line, moving, and it it, it took us a while to pick up 44, was in, in uh, Anthony Castillo, I think, changed jerseys, I think, on him Friday night. But with him and Carroll, kind of what does that add to that uh, kind of that strong size, that tight end, and kind of that blocking back with Anthony being back there is kind of helping on the block side. Well, he's 6'4", 250 pounds. I mean, you know, he started for us last year at line. He started at tight end um, when Jamal went down, and Jamal should be back here soon, um, hopefully very soon. And, uh, you know, Anthony's just a big body. And, you know, a lot of times we ask those guys to block linebackers and defensive line and defensive ends and, you know, Anthony's a good enough athlete that he can do it from the size he's at. And the thing that I think you've probably noticed with him, he's now done this for three games in a row. He's gotten better every single week at it. And, uh, 
Um, but but yeah, he and you know James Carroll, you know James was a kid that played defense for us last year, and you know James is just a guy who who doesn't who doesn't um, take plays off. He doesn't take sets off in the weight room. He's a team guy, and and, and he was probably going to be like kind of right on that next step in for defense. And I finally looked at our coaches and said, if he's not going to start over there, I'd love to take a look at him at tight end. And man, has he had a great senior year, just an unbelievable, um, you know, he's a great kid. He, like I talked about, he works really hard. He's, he's smart. Um, so not playing offense, he sure has done a great job picking it up. And, um, you know, really it's one of those positions where, you know, we lost a starter from last year and I, I really don't think that we've missed a beat with moving James into there. Coach, uh, we've talked a little bit about the physical play, and uh, I was able to talk to, I think, a family member after the game. But uh, Sam Broadway really took some shots against that Enterprise game. There were several times I thought he was just coming to the sideline uh, to swap out, and he was really just coming to pick up the play, and he went right back in. But, boy, the toughness of him and, and our running backs who really – and some of those uh, physical play and ended up on the bottom of the pile, I thought just really fought through a lot of uh, probably a, a few aches and pains there that second half for sure. Yeah, like I said, you know, I think the the open week came at a good time. Um, again, we had really nobody get hurt. We just had, you know, in a game like that, people are going to get sore and going to get dinged up. And, um, you know, really thought we had some receivers running open. We did struggle with their front a little bit when we went to throw the football. But the one thing about Sam, he understands when you're a quarterback – even if you're hurt and you got to come back, you got to get ready to go back out there. And uh, like I said, he was there was a couple times he got hit and kind of wanted to hold your breath a little bit, but jogged right over there, shook it off, and said, Coach, I'm good. So, you know, that's why he was voted captain as a sophomore. That's why our kids look up to him. Um, just a great kid, comes from a great family, awesome people. And uh, like I said, we're, uh, you know, he's just, just only going to get better and better and better. And I think sometimes we forget he's just a sophomore. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap up in the first half of our conversation with Coach Jed Kennedy on the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. When we come back after the break, we'll talk about tomorrow night's game against the Bulldogs of Opelika. You're listening to the Jed Kennedy Show here on 96.9 The Legend. Welcome back to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. And coaches, we get ready for tomorrow night's another travel week uh, for the Wolves. Take on a, a, a Coach Eric Speakman, four and five, I think now, four and three in region play. And the Opelika Bulldogs, kind of your first thoughts of uh, Opelika as we get ready to start uh, this conversation. Well, I think that, uh, you know, number one, it's one of the, you know, programs with great tradition in the state of Alabama. They've qualified for the playoffs, I think, you know, up to last year, like 20 straight seasons. So I think that shows the, you know, to me, the one way you judge people is the, the number of programs is, you know, have they won over a long course of time? They have do that. You know, I think if you look at their losses, they have four losses. They're to Thompson, who has one loss. Central, who has zero losses, Auburn, who has one loss, and Enterprise, who has two losses. So they've got, you know, four losses by a combined teams that are, you know, 20-something and five or four. So, you know, it's certainly not your typical four-loss team. It's a it's a playoff atmosphere. The reality is a team that wins goes to the playoffs. The team that doesn't goes home. So, you know, they've got a great defensive front. Um, their defensive line is really good, you know, kind of very Central-esque. As far as talented, they've got two great, I mean, just really, really good players, number 91 and number 96, um, be as good a, good as we've won against all year and certainly have our work cut out for us. They've got a Division One quarterback who's, you know, selected to play in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game, so it tells you the kind of talent that he is. But, uh, you know, we're certainly excited. We've had a great week of practice. Our kids know what's at stake. You know, we really don't, you know, with that being said, we don't really approach any week any different than any of the rest. Um, we think that to grow this program and be a good football program, um, 
you know, you've got to, you've got to practice the same way every day. Our kids have done that. So on Sunday, we kind of outline, guys, here's what's on the table. We don't change how we practice. We don't go longer because, I mean, it, we are who we are. So with that being said, we've had a great week, and uh, you hope we can get a lot of people up to travel to Opelika. You know, it's a hard place to play from what I've heard. Um, they get great crowds. It's loud in there, and, and, and we need to bring a great force out to, uh, you know, to Opelika from Dothan so we can um, make sure we're loud and proud from our side. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, you, you mentioned their quarterback, Gagliano, and we certainly remember him uh, when they made the trip down last year. They they like to throw the ball, and uh, he's a pretty big kid. They have him listed, I think, 6'3", 215, but he's very mobile, and certainly we've, we've seen some good quarterbacks this year when you think of Central and then the young man down in Baker as well. I th- it seems like one thing about Gagliano, though, is they like to roll him out. Uh, you know, the pressure of rolling him out and throwing on the run seems to be something that he – uh, excels at so uh, I think his mobility certainly I'm sure you've been planning for this past week in practice yeah and he's you know he's running a lot more this year than he did last year um, last year I probably would have you know almost classified him as more of a um, you know true pocket passer type quarterback and you know they're running some zone read with him he had a touchdown last week against Enterprise they read it he pulled it off the edge um, scrambling he had a great scramble against Auburn on a third and long so um, you know he's deceptively fast um, you know but, but like I said he, you know, he's one of those things where he doesn't look fast but people don't catch him if that makes sense yeah but, uh, you know, he's really really good he's, he's kind of a I almost classify him as a gunslinger. He he throws the ball at all different kind of angles. He sidearms it. He comes over the top, but um, you know throws a really really good ball and uh, certainly has a uh, has us worried with, with with his capabilities tomorrow. Coach, it looks like uh, Coach Speakman uses a lot of receiver in and out. I mean, he's got like five or six, I think, that he runs all the time. What kind of bearing do you think that'll have off of our secondary? Kind of kind of playing with a four, maybe five at all times, different players, but uh, looks like they run a lot of kids in and out receiver wise. Yeah, they do. They've, you know, they've got two really good receivers, number three and number four, good players. Um, They've got, you know, really two big tight ends, number 86, Um, number 87 is actually the quarterback's brother. And they do a lot of different variations of, of, of different combinations. They'll have both tight ends there, no tight ends, one tight end, you know, so, Certainly, they present some challenges with their. I mean, the thing is, they're still going to try to run the football. They they uh, pride themselves in being physical, and you know, people always ask me what teams are the toughest to defend. Is it the teams that run or the teams that pass it? Well, you know, at times it can be the teams that do both, and uh, you know, that's what I think makes them scary. Is they'll run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then take a shot over top. So certainly going to have to be very sound on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to have to tackle. Um, you know, going to have to make them. You know not beat up get, get beat up over top and you know like I said I think with that being said I think you know, our defense has really blossomed in to one of you know what I think is you know just a really really good defense you know we came in with a lot of question marks we lost some really good players from last year but man they just continually week after week after week just you know bend at times but just don't seem to break well coach we're at that time of year where uh, we're, we're going into the eighth game and we begin to look at uh, schedules and records and especially as we look at uh, the region here and really you have a and not to assume too much but really right now you have a log jam at number two obviously central sets at the top uh, undefeated there but uh, sitting at that number two spot you have dothan and enterprise and auburn and it's unique in that uh, we've beat enterprise enterprises beat auburn 
Auburn has beat Dothan. So uh, can you just give us some scenarios of how the Alabama High School Athletic Association looks at tiebreakers and how those things are decided uh, as we watch these things play out over the next two weeks? Well, I think the first part is the easiest part. Um, the winner of our game tomorrow night against Opelika is in the playoffs. If um, if Opelika beats us, Central be the one, Enterprise the two, um, Auburn the three, Opelika the four, I believe. If 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 we're fortunate to go up there and get the job done, um, then there's a three-way tie for second place, and it goes into a tiebreaker. We've all beat each other, and from the way we understand it, it all goes off um, – you know, your non-region opponents or records and there's what ifs and these counts and these don't. And, you know, our thing, we don't really worry about that. You know, we, um, you know, just, I know it's part, you know, for the audience to understand kind of, but the reality is this, if we win, we get to play another, um, you know, we put ourselves in position if we beat Jeff Davis, which I think would be pretty disappointed if we didn't, or Jag, I should say, um, you know, so it's, you know, Friday is a playoff game. If the winner's going to play in the playoffs, the loser's not, it's that simple. So for a lot of people, the playoffs start in two weeks, our starts in 24 hours. And I think the big, you know, is, is anytime you're in a position to control your own destiny this late in the year, it's a great thing. We don't need help from anybody else. If we go out there and get the job done, we'll be a playoff team. If we go out there and we don't play well against a good football team, they'll move on. We don't. And, uh, you know, to me, that's what, you know, I think football's all about. You know, I would put this region against anybody in the state. Um, you know, if thing, I mean, if you look at it, you know, I mean, we beat the number two team in, in the region down by Mobile, you know, by four, by three scores. Um, I think Hoover's going to make the playoffs. Thompson beat them by, or uh, um, Auburn beat them by a couple scores. Central Phoenix City beat Hewitt Trustville by a couple scores. I mean, it's just the depth in our region is so good. And that's what makes it you know, so hard. And there's going to be a really good football team that's staying at home. That's the reality of it. Um, I just hope that we come out and play well. I hope we come out and coach well and, 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 and put our best foot forward. If we go up there and play good and play physical and they beat us, we'll tip our hat and, and, and move on. But I, I also believe that if we play really good football like we have all year and take care of the football and run the football and hit our shots and tackle on defense and defend the pass, that, 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 that we're a good enough football team to beat Opelika. Yeah, and Coach, you mentioned how strong our region is. Of course, last year, all four teams out of our region met the Mobile, Baldwin County region and come back as winners and made it to the second round. And then, of course, then we started playing each other again. But, Coach, you mentioned earlier, you know, a good week to be off week between week uh, eight and nine. Uh, you talked about, you know, no injuries. Kind of was this a in a perfect storm the best week to be off? Yeah, you know, I think that um, – any time that, you know, you can, you know, it's late in the year, you're still in the playoff hunt. Um, you, you know, you came off an emotional victory. You're a little bit banged up. Um, I, I think it was really, really good. You know, I think really any time these last, um, you know, you don't want to have it too early. You don't want to – I wouldn't want to have it any later than what we had it. You know, we, we still have two playoff or two games left, I should say. Um, you know, and I don't know if I really want to have it, you know, much before week, you know, kind of the fifth game. So really to me, any time after that, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh game, anytime in those three weeks, in my opinion, is the best time to take advantage of that bye week to, you know, on the other side of it, if you're not playing well, it gives you a chance to kind of regroup and um, an extra week to get some things figured out. And, you know, in our case, you know, we came off a good win with the emotional high, gives a chance to, to, to enjoy it maybe an extra day because of that, but then get back to work and get those kids in treatment, knowing that there wasn't a game, you know, shortly thereafter. 
Coach, I guess a little side note is I believe I saw a social media post and uh, you have a new turf practice field. Have you guys been able to, to get on that yet? We haven't. Um, I've been told here, I think in a, um, next week we should be able to. That building is coming along um, just phenomenal. I can't wait just for all the student athletes that'll be using that, the new girls field house, the, the track. It's um, I've always said I don't I don't want our kids to have better than everybody else, but I want them to at least have what everybody else has. And this is a great step for us. And Dr. Cole, um, obviously phenomenal with getting that project going and, and having a vision and working with our athletic director, Coach Noble. Um, it's just I'm excited. And, uh, you know, like I said, I know our um, our kids deserve something like that. They really do. Yeah. Well, Coach, just kind of final, finalize our uh, conversation, but not any any last comments before uh, get ready to travel to Opelika tomorrow. No, I, um, it's it's a it's a it's a first round playoff game with it not being the playoffs. You know, it's the the winner gets to you know be a playoff team. The loser the loser doesn't. And uh, you know, we uh, our, our crowds have been great all year. They were they were. It was awesome over at Enterprise. It was awesome. We've been at home and just encourage people to, you know, it, it's nothing greater for our, for our student athletes to look up in the crowd and see a great following of people coming to support them. And we have a, a brand of people, that a, a brand of football that, that's fun. I promise you our kids are going to play their tails off. They're going to represent Dothan well. And, uh, you know, why not come up on the road and, and, and really see what's going to be a, what I believe is going to be a great high school football game by both teams. Well, that'll wrap us up for another week of the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend.